This week's interview will contain some discussion of uh, pet issues, uh, not all of them happy, and pregnancy. So the listener, listeners should be advised about that. Hi, folks. This podcast is recorded in a house with animals, and it's daytime, so the chickens are awake. You may hear Lorge in the background. You may not. It's uh, it's very quiet once it gets through the window and the insulation with the windows closed. Uh, and the dogs are asleep and the cats are asleep because they seem to sleep during the day and then want to be up all night. Uh, coincidentally, so do I. So after this, I'm going to go take a nap and then be up all night. Right. That seems to be the way, but at least we'll both be awake at midnight. Yes, yeah, because we are recording this on New Year's Eve. We are. You're listening to it on the 2nd, though, and we'll get to that in a moment. Well, you may be listening to it anytime after the 2nd. We're not right. going to be so arrogant as to assume you are listening to it the instant it comes out. Some people do. I know some people do, but a lot of people don't, and that's okay. You are not any less of a fan. Right. The other thing is that we swear a lot. For example, it just stopped recording for a second, and Kevin swore mightily. I did. I, I said the Witcher's favorite word. Yeah. Other than, uh. <laughs> uh, So just go in knowing that we swear a lot, and that's why it's marked explicit, because everybody out there is a bunch of prudes. Uh, that being said, if you were expecting more from the explicit tag, wow, are your hopes about to be dashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But man, we got all the planner porn you can shake a stick at. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode <laughs> 128. Uh, we're going to do a catch-up with a former guest, Corey Large. Uh, Corey Endicott, I can't remember. I, I've got it in the paperwork, so I'll, I'll write it down pro- appropriately. Uh, it was really great to catch up with Corey. Really excited to share this with everybody, especially with the changes she's had go on and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, no, really excited about that. The other thing is, uh, like I said, we're recording this on New Year's Eve. We're releasing it on the day after New Year's. So who out there made New Year's resolutions? I did not. And neither did I. I uh, uh, I am mostly, I'm not like deeply morally opposed to New Year's resolutions, or anything like that, but uh, looking back at everything I accomplished in the last decade, because we're, you know, into the 20s now, and yes, if you are one of those souls who keeps insisting the decade does not start until the end of 2020, you you have staked out your hill, and I admire that, but uh, yeah, that, that ship has sailed. It is the, the ship done sailed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We are in the 20s, beginning in 2020. Right. So we are now, when you hear this, in the 20s. I looked back, the 10s, the teens, the whatever they were, and I did a lot last yeah. decade. Like, yeah, yeah. I wrote, like, 30 books, and it was pretty wild. Did a full run of a story over the course of six years and 800 episodes with a Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was that 800 episodes? It was, uh, 896. Good God. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. nearly 900. Yeah. So yeah, th- I did a lot mm-hmm. and you know, my, my problem is always that I feel sort of chronically lazy and like, I'm not working hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the next time I start that, you guys can just beat me about the head and shoulders with the last decade because yeah. 
it went from, oh god, I take too many naps and I goof around in the evening playing video games and I'm not working enough, to, holy god, how how do I even know what words are anymore? So I, I did pretty good. Um, and honestly, my great hope for the coming decade, <laughs> personally and professionally, like, the world is on fire. I want to fix that. Like, the world, bad, fix. Yeah, yeah, fix what we things. can. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Personally and professionally, it's been fantastic, and I'm just like, please, God, let it go pretty much like last year, last decade only, and let nothing break. Right. <laughs> just if, if we can keep doing this, it's all good. I have enough money to live on. I have health insurance. Uh, my health is not terrible. I have enough money to, to take care of my mother, and... The books keep selling, right? And we're good. So, yeah. so it doesn't even have to get better as long as it just is nothing breaks. We're good. So that's all good, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, I look back and I think, you know, uh, we had a banner year. I got to see parts of the world I didn't think I was going to see until I was in my fifties or sixties. I saw parts of the world I never expected to see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we. I got to go with you to amazing places to watch you win big prizes, as uh, it were. Uh, not this year. Well, no, but the last decade. Oh, yeah. last decade. Oh, we're talking about the decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty I cool. I mean, it was, it, it was, for a decade, it was a banner. We got married in this past decade. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I, it was, it was just... Uh, knock on wood, you know, a good time overall, with the exception of the starting about, you know, three and a half years ago, the world... 2016. Yeah, the world <laughs> caught on fire. And it's been, Well, I mean, large chunks of it have always been smoldering, but, you know, it, it, yeah. it, embers really, really lit up. Yeah. Uh, so there's... Uh, for For a decade, it was amazing. For a year, it was still pretty amazing. Like you said, we saw a place... I never expected to be able to see uh, yeah. in my lifetime. We went to Tibet. We went to Ireland again. We, you know, uh, we traveled all over. We had a great time. Um, and I think overall, you know, in hindsight, did I get everything done I wanted to get done? Probably not. Does it matter? Probably not. The important stuff got done. Yeah. You know, the important stuff will almost always get done. And by that, I mean, the mortgage gets paid. Yeah. You know, we eat, we sleep, chickens and the rest of the animals get fed. The chickens are almost as demanding as the dogs, let's be honest here. Um, and, oh yeah, I started keeping chickens this past decade. It was, that's madness. Uh, oh, 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 you started keeping chickens. No, you found one of your great life's passions. Let's I did. not, uh, let's not gloss over that. All right, we'll be honest. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, me thinks he doth protest too much. Um, yeah. I, I will I will step back and say, yes, I was completely wrong about chickens. And in hindsight, maybe I should have – you know what? In hindsight, I, a chicken showed up on my doorstep literally when I needed a chicken in my life. <laughs> and there's there's no other way to describe it. When the student is ready, the master will appear. Something like that, yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so in terms of like, you know, end of year stuff, a lot of people are looking back doing their yearly reviews. A lot of people are going to get stressed over, oh, I said I was going to do this thing and then I didn't. Um, yeah, if 
it was truly important, you would have gotten it done. And if it's really more of a want to do. There's next year. There's next year. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, be, be, go easy on yourself. It, the world has been on fire. And like, I did great. Not every, you don't have to live up to my standard. I don't live up to my standard. No. You know, it, it's okay if you did great. Now I'm feeling guilty about having done great because other people haven't, but that doesn't help anybody. No. Uh, but it's okay if you're just alive because that was the big thing. You right. know, did you, are you alive? Did you eat a food? Did you take the medications you need to take? All right, you're, you're rocking. Everything else we can fix in post. Right. <laughs> Right. And there's a big push now, and this is one of the reasons I don't make resolutions. Uh, there's a big push right now to, all right, how are you going to change yourself in, in the next year? How are you going to, what is the big resolution you're going to make and stick to this year? Let's be honest here. The biggest time for sales of uh, home workout equipment it's like the first week of January when everybody's, I'm going to get fit this year. That's my resolution. And the big return is about March. Yes. If you, <laughs> so the first thing is, if you're going to buy home gym equipment. Get it used. Get it used in March. Yes. When everybody is going, well, I bought it, I assembled it, now what the fuck do I do? Yeah. The other thing is that we don't give ourselves any time. To really think it through. Uh, I don't make resolutions because what I try to do is somewhere in January make goals. Things that are actionable, things that are measurable, things that are attainable that I can do in the following year. And that doesn't always work. And sometimes we have to retool. And that's why you do a review or I do a review every so often. Okay, this goal isn't working for me. Out it goes. Um, There's been a thing on Twitter and I live mm -hmm. on Twitter, but yeah. uh, that <laughs> people pointed out there is a huge uptick in people making those posts about no one ever changed the world who only worked 40 hour work weeks or whatever. And they all do it right before New Year's. And they do it basically during the one week from Christmas to New Year's when the vast majority of Americans have vacation. Right. And, okay, not vast majority, obviously, in terms of if you work retail, you don't get that. So I'm not meaning to erase retail, but right. there is the perception, I think, that people are, you know, on vacation with their families, et cetera, et cetera. Uh uh, yeah, freelancers aren't off. Retail workers aren't off. No, uh, but you know, the – but most of the time nobody's off. And then there's this stretch yeah. when, you know, people in, in uh, uh, the professions that get a break like that are. Okay, I think that's enough caveats. But <laughs> the uh, people go – this is when everyone's like, you know, pushing the – your lazy vow to work harder stuff during the vacation time when you're already feeling sort of guilty and weird probably. And right before new year's when, you know, you're supposed to now vow to work harder. So you change the world and go without sleep and whatnot is bullshit. It's always bullshit. Yeah. Uh, sleep is not your enemy. Mm -mm. And the, the way that the system works is that people have to make you feel bad about yourself so that they can sell you something that they have convinced you will make you feel better about oh, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that is what the entire, you know, industry of uh, a lot of these fix your life, make yourself prettier, smarter, 
more whatever. <laughs> uh, and one of the things we do here on Productivity Alchemy a lot, yeah, I think, yeah. is that we're like, we we try to go that we are not selling anything and. As productive as you are currently being is fine. If that's what you can get done, you got stuff done, more power to you. It's mostly how can you optimize with what you got? Yeah. Because the world is is set out to make you feel bad about what you're currently achieving so they can sell you something. And um, Don't fall for it. You're awesome. Don't fall for it. I was reading a blog post by one of my my favorite writers, um, Pastor Nadia Boltz-Weber who lives in Denver, and I'm going to link to the post. The only warning I will give about that off the bat is that she's a pastor, so it is from a very Christian, Lutheran, pastoral standpoint. She's pretty cool, though. She is pretty cool. Uh, She, like me, has tattoos up and down and uh, swears a lot. Uh, But the, the... Big thing that she has posted, uh, and I retweeted it on Twitter, and I think it's kind of the crux of what we're trying to say here is yearly reminder, there is no resolution that, if kept, will make you more worthy of love. Yes. You, as your actual self and not some made-up ideal, are already worthy. And a lot of this stuff is tooled around the idea that you're not worthy of X. And the truth is, you are. And, the, yeah. and, you know, and the truth is, you know, there, if someone says do this thing and it will make you super successful, super organized, super healthy, they're full of shit and they're trying to sell you something. Right. That being said, that being said, all of the tools that we are having to try to, that we have to try to get through day to day are, it can be, you know, optimized. Yeah. <laughs> so basically a lot of what we are hoping mm-hmm. to do is just. Like, because it occurs to me, we're talking about productivity, like being more productive is the thing you should, you should strive for. And really, it's just, if you're more productive on the stuff you have to get done, then you have more time. You do. To do other stuff. To do the stuff you want to do. Yeah. So I, yeah. it's, it's, I, I feel weird mm-hmm. sort of decrying an industry where I feel we are like part of the, the thing, but it's like, if you're not getting stuff done, you are not bad. No. It's, you're probably frustrated though, and maybe we can all be less frustrated. And that's and that's kind of where I go into the new year. It's like, all right, what what can I plan? What can I what can I do this year that will optimize, will make it easier for me to get the important stuff done, so I have more time for the other stuff. Um, a lot of that sort of thing. It's not, you know. Whoops. Ha. <clears throat> Sorry. My uh, my timer cube. I bought a cube. After I interviewed Jen, sorry, I, I bought one, <laughs> and uh, I had said I turned it over because it's also a great fiddle thing to twenty minutes, and so our twenty minutes are up there. Oh. Uh, I did that before I started recording. Yes, because we're only at like fifteen minutes, right? Uh, anyway, anyway, so yeah. we have no resolutions. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you yeah. don't have any resolutions. It's also okay if you made a resolution to walk it back or decide, okay, no, that's just that's just too much maybe maybe you'll get a week in two weeks in and go okay this was not realistic maybe i need to scale it down and there's a big movement on do these big grandiose things and then yeah no it's okay to take a couple weeks and realize that didn't work for you yeah and take some time to think about it too Uh, there's a lot of pressure to do it spur of the moment blah 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 and you know like i say every year it's it's not it's something I like to reflect on a little bit. The other thing is a lot of you, like me, have a new planner. 
<laughs> Got a new year in front of you. I have my new Filofax pages that uh, a week on two pages view that's uh, a little different that I'm going to be trying out at the start of 2020. Um, I like a couple things about at least how they do monthlies. The monthlies are like these fold out vertical things. Interesting. No, here, let me show you because it's, it's right here. Yeah, no. Um, fold out vertical things. So like if I want to see my month of this is June, right? So it folds out. Okay, yeah, it's like a, one of those inserts in, like uh, like a centerfold, like a centerfold, yeah, like center yes. except it, horizontally it has the date, and then vertically it's got columns for uh, every hour on a twenty four hour spread. The year one is a trifold centerfold because it's got a hand because it's one day per month, all twelve months across the whole thing. So in terms of hey, what's coming up next month? Instead of this grid of Blah! Um, it's a lot easier to see, okay, I've got open space here and here and here. And to, to, you know, at a glance over a month, instead of there's a cube and that cube's full. Well, maybe that cube's full because you've got a 30 minute appointment and you got the rest of the day that isn't really reflected on the, the, the traditional calendar. I just realized I've got a mammogram next week. Oh. And I've forgotten what day it was. You should probably figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just – I remembered that because I was like, I don't think I have any points. And I was like, wait, I have a mammogram. Yeah. I already have tattoo appointments next year. I've already got – I mean, I leave for MAGFest on the 1st, so that will be yesterday by the time this comes out. Uh, they offered me an appointment today on New Year's Eve, and I was like, I do not wish to go into the new year having my boobs squished. And then yeah. there was silence on the line for a moment while the receptionist <laughs> – considered this and i really often. feel for your doctor's office i really do look <laughs> i'm very pleasant i never get mad at them you're very direct it's, they send all the trainees <laughs> to me because i quote i give good medical history also if they can get through that without running out going nope i'm done here yeah. then yeah anyway uh, so that's, you know, those of you who are staring at those new planners and are gung-ho about it, good for you. Those of you who are staring at new planners going, oh, dear God, look at all that empty space. What am I going to do? And panicking a little, good, go you. Um, it's cool. Empty yeah. space means that, you know, if there's not something in it, you don't have to do anything. Yep. You should you know, just write mm -hmm. in it the stuff you have to do, and then there won't be as much empty space. Yeah, but – I don't know if that's how planners work. I went back to using Wonderlist. You did. And Fantastical. And Fantastical. Now, I have an interesting question related to that. Not related to Fantastical, but related to Wonderlist. You say you have an interesting question, and honestly, I'm going to tell you, I've always – the – who are you to judge if it's an interesting question? The the listeners will probably find this interesting. Okay. I'm just saying – Lay your question on me, and I will I will tell you if it was interesting. They've set an end date for Wonderlist. No! Are you going to try their replacement, which was Microsoft To Do, which was written by a lot of the people that came in when they bought Wonderlist? Are we going to have to go through the process again? What? what when is the end date? Uh, I'll have to double check, but it was soonish. No. 
You're giving me a panicked look. Wonderlist is my jam. I know. I make lists with it. I write down my word count every day, and it's fine. And it's two buttons, and I know how it works. It's been they they've spent like the last since they announced that Wonderlist was going away. All the people who were writing Wonderlist went over to work on Microsoft To Do. So I will, we'll see how that goes. I will. I know you're going to cling to it until the very last moment. Yes, I am. But all right, Internet, change is hard. We'll mm-hmm. get through this together. Right. Right. And change change will always happen. It is about adapting and adjusting to change, not fighting it. The more we fight change, the harder change is. Yeah, but some changes suck ass and should be fought. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's true. Not change for the sake of change is not good and no. leads to a lot of things like completely screwing up the interface of Painter every time they do an upgrade because they <laughs> change for the sake of changing, thereby throwing my workflow off. Not that I'm bitter, Procreate. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, as you can see, there's your, your first preview for 2020. Um, change is coming whether Ursula likes it or not. But I damn it! What did I not just say? I just wanted nothing to break. And what the first thing is, you tell me my wonder list is breaking. Not immediately. We have time. All right. We have time. All right. On that note, let's go talk to Corey. Yes. Who we haven't talked to in like a year and a half. Who is uh, here to catch up with us on how she's been doing and the changes that she's undergone since the last time we talked, because there were some big ones. And we will get to that right after this. Hi, folks. I am here with Corey, and we are going to play the catch-up game with Corey. Corey, you've been on before, yes, and you said there have been some big changes. Yes. And when we were talking about this in the in the pre thing, you said you wanted to go through all the questions again. Yeah. Sort of as a yeah. So, all right. Uh, good to talk to you again. By the way. Good talk to you, too. Yeah. Um, so, everybody, this is Corey Large. And, Corey, can you tell us a little bit about what you do and maybe introduce yourself a little better than I just did? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin, thank you for mm. having me back on as tribute. Um, <laughs> um, I'm still an academic librarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still in Central Florida. Um, I'm still a knitter, a writer, a homesteader, a YouTuber, a blogger, mm-hmm. all that stuff I said in my first interview. Um, but the way things, but one of the things that has changed is in six months, I will get to add the title of mommy to my oh, list. Oh, there's a big shift. Yes. And that's <laughs> kind of what prompted all of this. Um, my entire uh, system of organization and even just keeping my brain 
relatively intact. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you were uh, your first wife, who's the mother of your two children. You went through that twice. You know, you understand the consequences of pregnancy brain. Yes. And by the way, before, before we go any further, oh. uh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, it's, that's, it's, it's a challenge and, uh, and I'm pretty sure you're up to it, but yeah. Oh my God. Pregnancy brain is such a thing. It oh my been. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. I don't, I know I did stuff in October. I couldn't tell you what I did in October because we found out in October. Oh, okay. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Early October. And it was, I was kind of writing that, oh my God, wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then NaNoWriMo was November and no writer who's doing NaNoWriMo has a brain in November. So, yeah. So now it's December and I'm starting to kind of have a brain again and then pregnancy brain on top of that. So it's been fun. It's oh, been yeah. a fun three months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's, um, that's all that has changed in that respect. So yeah. Wanna... <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. And then I know from experience and I think everybody knows everyone who's a parent knows that this is about to be a big change. And um, how do I phrase this? What's, what's the old thing? No plan survives contact with the enemy. Exactly. And yes. that's, yeah, it really is a thing, especially since you, you, you don't, you can do all this planning and you, you don't know what's how, or, or yeah. When, when the child actually arrives, you've got all everybody telling you to do this, do that, do the other. And when none of it works, you're like, why is my child wrong? And no, it's not that your child's wrong. It's just that your child's different and that's okay. All children are different. Yep. Don't freak out. Two of my coworkers in the last, um, actually my one coworker three months ago had her second child. And then Mm -hmm. last year, my other coworker had his first child. So it's all kind of been fun. Oh, you've got the cluster pregnancies now too. Yes. The joke is that um, I'm having the 2020 baby. My coworker (laughs) and his wife will have the 2021 baby. It's just going to. Oh yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We, we, we gave it a three year, two and a half year, three year rest between kids. And that, that worked out really well. We're starting with one and see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. I dig that. So with all of this, um, <laughs> how are you keeping yourself productive and how do you plan on keeping yourself productive? And if you aren't reading The Devil's Panties and her whole series about being pregnant, you should probably check into that one. All right. Yeah. Somebody remind me to write that down. Or I'll write it and I'll remind myself when I listen to this and <laughs> <laughs> in in whenever it comes out. Um, yeah. So I'm still using um, the Monster Flex that I talked about last mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. It is a new addition, though, because my old one broke. So this one's a nice uh, white one. And I have my lovely gingerbread uh, Christmas pattern insert in the front. <laughs> Internet, you can't see this. but And here's where I'm going to plug early my Instagram and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I post pictures of stuff on there. Kevin will have links. I promise. Yes. I will send him all the links. Um, the Monster Flex is still the main calendar mm-hmm. and weekly planner setup, um, as well as my goals section, running to do list, finance, and trackers. Right. And um, 
when I don't feel like carrying that around because it is a half sheet binder and that can get kind of heavy. And I, heavy is going to be something you're going to have to deal with a lot. Yeah. 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 I've added in, I think I touched on this at the end of my last interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my B6 size. Flex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this thing goes with me everywhere. It goes with me to bed. It's the one I throw in my bag. Um, I mean, my planner goes with me to work and everything, but if I'm just running to the store or Mm -hmm. if I'm just going to go out and I don't want to take the planner with me, I take my B6 because this is essentially a refillable notebook for me. And if I have to duplicate stuff, I have to duplicate stuff. At the end of the day, um, it's not going to kill me to do that as long as everything is in the big one, first and foremost. So the big one is uh, what, like an A5? Um, and no, it actually is half sheet. Um, half so eight, sheet. And a half, eight and a half by five and a half. I took a full size flex mm-hmm. binder and cut it down right. to my custom right. size. And um, because of the ring layout, it just works better for notebook paper that you can get really cheap at back to school time. Oh yeah. Back to school time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just, you know, I like to design my own inserts if I uh, can't find or am too cheap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, honest, yeah. To pay for something. And I don't want mm-hmm. to buy a five paper. So, and I have access to a massive, heavy-duty three-ring electric three-ring punch. Oh, a little work. jealous on that one, yeah. Oh, I know. I can punch uh, like twenty-eight sheets at a time. It's wonderful, and I just line it up and I hit the button and it goes zoom, 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 and it the last zoom doesn't really do anything because it only has two holes. Right. First two holes, but it's so nice. I, I occasionally miss uh, in high school. I did a lot of work in the print shop because mm-hmm. we had a full print shop and that's where we did the, uh, the layouts for the school newspaper and, and all that stuff and the actual offset printing. And I learned how to do a lot of that stuff. And the one thing I miss is it was like a drill press des- except it was designed for paper. Oh, and you could do like, so nice, like a hundred pages or whatever. You just put it in there and just zip, Zip, zip. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Oh, they need to have those. Not available to the public per se, but just (laughs) where you can like go and go, here's the layout I want. Please punch this. Right, right. Staples doesn't do it. No, although occasionally I will buy pre-punched printer paper. Yeah. It's a little more expensive, but... I like writing on legal pads and I've been known, I, I found out that they have legal pads with the pre, pre, uh, uh-huh. and I'm like, yeah, that's worth the extra money. Yep. Totally getting that. Oh yeah. Um, so that's all per, okay. So back to the flex binders. Right. Um, right. like I said, mom, pregnancy brain, I'm trying my best right now. And, um, <laughs> so the flex binders are the personal stuff, the non-work mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Um, in my last interview, I had told, uh, explained how I had everything in one. Well, I don't anymore. Um, actually right before we found out we were expecting, I, mm-hmm. September was kind of a, um, uh, how can I explain? Transitional. This? 
Yeah, transitional period of um, what the monster flex setup I had was not working or the Mm -hmm. planner setup I had was not working for me anymore. I wasn't looking at the weekly list Mm -hmm. anymore because it was on a different page. I wanted the inserts I was using previously were Franklin Covey seasons vertical week on two page layout. Right. um, It's like its own little booklet thing because the front page is lines and the back page is lined with the week in the middle. Mm-hmm. So you can take that week out and you're not upsetting the rest of the calendar, which is lovely. It actually really is. Um, the inserts I'm currently using mm-hmm. are Yellow Paper House. Um, and I love Yellow Paper House so much. Um, when I use Traveler's Notebooks, I use their inserts a lot too. But they are the vertical half box calendar, and I'm going to, and it comes in a, um, let me just flip to this week. It comes in a quarterly format. Mm -hmm. So when you buy a booklet, you're getting three months worth of inserts plus monthlies. So Kevin, just so you can see. That's what it kind of looks like. I hope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get your your days at the top, and then the bottom half is just notes and things. Yes, and it's a mm-hmm. dot grid layout. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna get Whoa. some crap for this, but I hate dot grid. I no, actually, that's fine. It drives me insane. It, I take a ruler and draw lines on it. Mm-hmm. This is well, what. Yeah, this is what I've done. With yeah, that's, that's that's. I mean, that's sort of the idea of dot grid. Is you okay. have the, the grid, and you're supposed you can use it to put use the dots as like the the guide around things. People who are able to freehand that shit, though, I know. Pardon my language, but yeah, I mean, oh right, we, we already warned this, people. We swear on this podcast. We swear yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> um. Let yeah. No. I, Ursula, do we ever? <laughs> but the the. I mean, that's the thing is, is it's designed to say, okay, I want to do this 10 down and, and around people who can freehand straight lines. I kind of hate them. Yeah. But or that don't need to draw the lines at all, that the dots <sighs> just work for them. I'm like, I don't get how you do this. So I sit there with a ruler. Um, I just set up next week actually and did my mm-hmm. lines. So yeah. yeah, I always, I always end up diagonal. Like it, for whatever reason, it either goes, it, Mostly it goes like sloping from left to right downward. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and then I'm trying to adjust for it while I'm writing. I'm just like, oh no, no, I need lines. Lines good. Lines are good. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I did, um, one of the other nice things about, um, I'm going to kind of sort of plug Yellow Paper House right now, if that's mm-hmm. okay. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. When, when I bought this insert, it was like mid-November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I almost got through a whole year of using the same layout, but, mm. you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got the insert in, I just asked them not to staple it, and that way I can cut it in half and punch it. Right, right. But if you use Traveler's Notebooks or, hell, if you just want to carry a quarterly booklet around with mm-hmm. you, that's an option. And that's and I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, I spent – I used the October weeks just playing around with the layout mm-hmm. and just trying to um, – as Kareen Tovmasian on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse podcast has said <laughs> in the episode, you have to plan your planner. Oh, so, you do? Yes. You do. Um, so I had fun with that and I really enjoyed it. And those 
are the inserts I'm moving forward with in the new year. So, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, not much else in that thing has changed. It does. Uh, those booklets do come with a monthly layout. Yeah. Um, but I did already go ahead and buy the 2020 seasons weekly inserts as well. So, yeah. I've got those on backup if I need them or else yeah. I'm on a BST group. No biggie. I mean, I've got my now, now, yep. Everybody, I think I've talked about this, but every, everybody knows I'm a big fan of the, the um, Circa slash Tool um, mm-hmm. disc planners, but I saw a Filofax mm-hmm. for cheap in Ireland. And so, yeah, and, and they've they've come out with some really interesting layouts too because um sorry folks here we go it's it's planner show and tell um yes, like i've it, been wanting to hear more about this you yeah mentioned it, it a few weeks ago yeah it came with the standard week on two pages mm-hmm. right but one of the things i found on their website was a week on two pages where on the right hand side is nothing but notes and on the left hand side is the week yes in a vertical thing yes um and that way if i have to take out stuff on the left hand side i don't actually lose half my week mm-hmm. um and the other thing is this one comes out with the with the cool fold out horizontal calendar yes instead of 30 days or whatever in the grid layout it has it looks like a spreadsheet nice and one side of it is where you can put your objectives and project plan things and the other side is just a, a calendar so you can it lays out like a gantt chart and i feel so bad about doing that but it works so well and then they've got the really big fold out for the year where they've got the vertical months in the same sort oh, of spreadsheet wow, yeah. format yeah but that means i can just put down for reference like okay we're at readercon those days readercon 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 and that way when i look at my year at a glance i know that's pretty much what I'm doing that day. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. um, it's nice to know in advance some things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but so that's what I'm going with for for. Oh hey, here's the reorder page for um, uh, 2021 in the middle of October. And that's the thing is it 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 fits really nice into this into just the standard thing. And it's yes, it's a six hole. It's a five. Um. A five, by the way, folks, is is sort of the internet is the international half pages sheet. Um, the it's whole a thing wider, I think. It is because it's all it's all in centimeters. But the whole idea is, um, I don't know if you've looked at this, but an A four half of an A four is an A five. Yes. So for I every have, yeah, I have that whole thing saved on a Pinterest board somewhere. Yeah. So as it gets. As the numbers get smaller, the um, the the sheets get bigger. But mm-hmm. because it's so standardized, it's like, oh, I need an A3. I can just take two A4s and put them end to end, and it's boom, done. Yes. Or it's like, I need A5s. I can just split an A4 in half. And then exactly. if I if all I've got is A4, but I need A6, I can just split it in half and then half again. Uh-huh. And it's, yeah. It oh, makes God. a lot of sense, but... Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just I do have a Filofax. I actually have my uh, my husband's cousin gave me mm-hmm. her old Filofax ah. binder, so I do have one. I just don't use it, um, but it is lovely. Um, well, have you seen their new clipbook? I've seen. I've heard about the, the clipbook. It, it folds out and it will do a lay flat, and it folds really nice in half. 
so that it's, yeah. you can mm-hmm. use either side. And this is, this is the one I take with me because it's just plain paper. That's essentially Filofax's answer to my monster flux. Essentially, exactly. Yeah. Me. And that's just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I love it. And mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, man, why didn't I know about that a couple of years ago? But I'm perfectly happy I with Monster. I think Flux. it's only been out like a year or two. Exactly. Right. And, so, um, yeah. And like I said, I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> the no, Flex Finder cost me 15 bucks. So. Yeah. And, and believe me, not everybody has the ability to go out and say, I want to get this and review it or whatever. Uh, by the way, to all of our Patreon sponsors, thank you. You pay for a lot of my planning supplies that I talk about <laughs> on this thing. So, um, yeah, there's that. Plug for our Patreon people. Y'all are awesome. Yep. One more thing back on Filofax. Yes. Um, if Are you subscribed to the file, uh, to file, filofaxy.blogspot.com? It's, the, um, it's Steve Morton's um, blog. I'm, I'm, I, I am woefully behind on most of my, my news feeds, but that is, I think that is on my subscription roll. Well, the reason mm-hmm. I bring it up is he and Ray Blake of My Life All in One Place put mm-hmm. together free inserts for people. Oh, yeah. To, um, and I think that layout's also available. So you can just get it, download it, print it off, and punch it yourself if you, unless you yeah. want to buy your inserts. That's not only information for you kevin but for the internet oh yeah they weren't aware of that i bought a four paper so that i could print and split at the right sizes even so Mm -hmm. yeah if i really want a four paper my husband and my in-laws are british i'll just go to their house yeah exactly yeah i need the a four paper so hi smoky um oh my god i actually have a cat this time yeah he's um i mean he's not coming on in here it's just uh he gets we recently found out he's deaf. Oh, okay. So he has he has gone deaf in the last year. So that's why he makes the really loud noises because he can't really hear himself and he can't hear me. I understand. Um, yeah. We, um, my parents made the decision to put down our oldest dog uh, right mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving. And for the last couple of years, she had been blind and deaf and just walking around the house barking so I, I understand. Uh, he has no problems with his vision. Thank God. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's all, all hearing. And we were just like the other night we're, we're in the kitchen table. And like, I wonder if, and I like snap my, he's asleep on the table. And I snap my fingers directly behind his head and he just sleeps through it. I do it behind any other sleeping cat. And they're like, what the hell just happened? They're just jumping straight up. And he's like, mm-hmm. nah, you touch him and he jumps straight up. I'm like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah get comfy back there buddy oh okay well you do whatever you're doing yeah you're fine <laughs> okay and one last thing on how i'm staying organized mm-hmm. so i yes. actually split my work stuff yes back to i that. did yes. yes sorry internet i mean y- you know what you sign up for when you listen to this podcast if you didn't know it a few episodes in we go on tangents yeah um, we do <laughs> I actually started, I call it my work bullet journal, but it's not really Mm -hmm. a bullet journal. Um, It's just a a plain composition book. I've Mm -hmm. made a running to-do list in it. It has a table of contents. Yep. And then I just, at the, and I got this idea actually from my, my father-in-law. He, um, he did this 
um, all of his working life, pretty much. Except mm-hmm. I don't think he did it when he was a police officer, um, because he had other reports to write. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just a daily log of everything I mm-hmm. get done that day, any meetings I attend, any decisions that are made about stuff, and. Again, it was one of those back in September, I was getting a lot more. I would assign myself like five tasks at work to try Mm -hmm. to get done that day. And I'd get through them real quick. And it's like, well, I can do more stuff, obviously. But I didn't want to take up space on the column in my planner because I still had personal stuff I wanted to put on there. And it was about that. And I'm like, well, the bullet journal method's great. I'm and back and forth, back and forth in my head, which is a very interesting place to be sometimes. And um, <laughs> even pre-pregnancy, it was a very interesting place to be. Right. Um, so I just decided to uh, do what my father-in-law had talked to me about um, a year ago. Was it a year ago? two years ago when I initially took over as acquisitions librarian, I was trying to keep track of everything. And mm-hmm. that was his suggestion was this work log. And I started keeping it. Then I started it on the computer and then I just got away from it. And now I, I do use it and it's mm-hmm. great. And Oh yeah. yeah. And no. I buy the notebooks because that's one thing he did emphasize is you buy your own notebook because that way it is your personal property. And yep. if anything happened at work, I mean, I don't knock on wood. It doesn't happen at right. my college, but um, some of the positions my father-in-law held, he very well could have could be subpoenaed to submit that note that log right because it's not work property they wouldn't have to subpoena it they could just go take it Mm -hmm. but because it's his personal property they would have to subpoena it and all right so that was um so that's what i'm doing for work and so far it's working it's great and um i do keep a um I said I had a running to-do list in there, but I also make myself a little weekly to-do list on a separate piece of paper because of mainly to keep myself on track, but also so I can move it around from whatever day. Like if I'm writing on the left-hand side of the page, the list is on the, is paper clipped up top to the right-hand side of the page. So that it's just another way to kind of keep, keep me organized a little bit and it works and I recycle that page at the end of the week when I make my on Friday when I make my one for next week. Yep. Um, and the only reason to paperclip is because sticky notes eventually fall off. Always I at do, the wrong time. I do have a stick and the sticky wears off. So yeah. Um, and I paperclip the back pages together and mm-hmm. certain because the running to do list like are sporadically throughout the the date the right. log pages. So I paperclip the log pages in between those together. So it it's always, um, that just made sense to me. But I do have a sticky note at the top that will take me directly to the page I'm on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And have stuff you, just fell out. <laughs> of course. Um, I was going to say, occasionally for, for important things or things I want to be able to go back to, I've got, and I'm sure you've seen them in like, when somebody's doing a contract or something, there are sticky notes on the page. There are little arrows and things. Mm-hmm. I will put those so that I can see them in the 
on the bike. Yep. Yep. I've yep, got those. one little one mm-hmm. right now. I have like five or six different kinds yeah. around. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I'm using to try to keep myself organized in some manner, and I'm sure it. W- and I know it's going to change in six months. Hell, it might change in three weeks, for all I know. But that right. is the beauty right. of planners and planning is it is an ever evolving thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so. So this is all about the keeping organized and making sure you stay on track and, and get what needs to be done, done. Yes. So the next question is, are there any, and we've touched on this again, because you, the, the systems and habits part of it, you've, you've built habits around uh, an end of week review, um, planning for next week, um, blogging everything. That's something I'm trying to do more of too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, working on what's best for you. What did we miss on that? Um, oh, what, did I mention syncing calendars on Friday? It's kind of part of the weekly review, mm-hmm. but also um, because, you know, as an academic librarian, there are instructional sessions that we have to teach throughout the semester. Right. So I have the class schedule that I have to sync with my, and I don't mean like sync as in the traditional sense. I mean, I bring, I split screen my computer at work mm-hmm. and I've got LibCal on one thing and my work calendar on the other. And I'm looking to make sure everything for the next couple of weeks has been transferred over. And then once that's done, LibCal gets closed, work calendar stays open and my personal Google calendar gets opened. And because this also happened this past, um, I think it was September. September, Mm -hmm. yeah, really was a transitional period. Um, (laughs) I walked into work and um, my coworker said, hey, I got your packet ready for Messerschmitt's class at nine. And I looked at her and said, I'm teaching a class today. I completely forgot that I was teaching that class. So I started putting any classes I teach in my personal Google calendar. That way, when I get up at six o'clock in the morning and I look Mm -hmm. at my phone, it says, hey, idiot, you have a class today. (laughs) Okay. And I I didn't want to take up any room in the weekly planner for Mm -hmm. that. I just, it's not that type. It's not what I want my personal planner anymore. Mm -hmm. And then from the, after work and personal Google are synced in whatever manner, I then close the work calendar and I get the planner, my paper planner out. And I make Mm -hmm. sure that anything that needs to be, that is in Google that needs to be in the paper planner is in the paper planner. So, yes. So I can, I I save myself a step or two on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you remember Back in January of this year, which was almost a whole year ago. I know. Um, I, know. I, I talked to Wade from Zapier. I think I remember. The, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, Zapier, I can go the, back and find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I've been using uh, Zapier has hooks into different calendar systems. And I've been, so when I got the new job, I was like, I don't want to have to figure this out. So what's going to happen is anytime I have something on my personal calendar, because my personal calendar is the one that's going to conflict more with my work calendar, yes. as it were. I just have a big block out that says, this is when I'm working. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, anytime I, I, I've got a, um, a Zapier zap, 
that anytime I add something to my personal calendar, it puts a block of out of office time on my work calendar. Interesting. I could just as easily go the other direction. Yeah. Right. Um, but that one has saved me quite a bit of time as I'm glancing through going, okay, I have this big block says I'm out of office. Why is that? Oh, okay. That's I'm at, I've got a tattoo that evening or, you know, concert or whatever. It's, it's helped me keep yeah. on track or, you know, we're going to the, the night before premiere of rise of Skywalker. So I keep have looking fun. at my, yeah, I keep looking at my calendar going big block of time on Thursday. Oh, right. That's rise of Skywalker time. <laughs> <laughs> by the time this comes out the movie will be out and i've already talked about how hopefully awesome it is but you know <laughs> until then yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah system and habits i think that's about it just make i am um doing a lot more um trying not to be regimented and just going with it and everything i think we touched on that in the mm-hmm. last uh and the and I'm trying to do that more because like this morning I'm running around the house, putting clothes away, doing loads of laundry, doing this, doing that. My husband's looking at me going, you need to sit down. Right. I'm fine. And he's like, Corey, you need <laughs> to sit down because I forget sometimes because, um, you know, I'm 15 weeks pregnant and right. I, um, I don't feel, you know, the fatigue has lessened. And if anybody doesn't want to listen to hear pregnancy symptoms right now, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put, a, I, I, I got to remember to. Uh, I'm not going to get gross, but just like. Well, yeah. Yeah. But some people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the nausea is lessened and everything. And I actually kind of feel like myself. And he's like, you need to sit down. Mm-hmm. You need to sit down because you got your interview and like two hours you need to sit down and like rest before you have to be on yeah um and this is this is actually kind of the uh the honeymoon period yeah that's what i want to say yeah uh, uh you you know all the the early symptoms that kind of make you miserable are done but the you know, the, there's your body is making your body is a 3D printer right now. It's the most yes. fucking amazing thing ever, right? Um, but now it's 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 still getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, now hopefully you will not reach and and folks, I I apologize for this. Maybe a little, maybe not as much as I should, but um, uh, my ex-wife got to the stage somewhere around month eight and a half, nine that I, I like to call the screaming behemoth stage. Um, where it's hard to move around. The baby could come at any time. She's very large and she needs help just getting up off the couch. Um, Yeah. yeah, And and just cranky all the time and ready to be done. Um, And then when when our first was, uh, what was he? He was, I think, a week late. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about cranky? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm due in June, and um, everybody's. Which one was that? Which cat was that? That was that was Tiny Orange. Oh, Tiny Orange. Mm-hmm. So, okay, internet. Sorry about that. It's just like <laughs> I hear about the cats on all the other. In my first interview, <laughs> I had no cats, and now I've had two cats, and that to me is just fun. Um, 
Yeah, my whole family's <laughs> like, yeah, that kid ain't coming June fifth. We're it's gonna some come sometime after June fifth, but before Father's Day. I'm like, well, whatever. yeah, it's, they're it's, all placing bets now. Yeah, it's 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 not so much an exact day. I mean, they're really good at predicting. Like they predicted my uh, younger son to the day to the point where we had scheduled. Um, we had sort of scheduled an induction for that day and from the looks of things, we probably wouldn't have needed it. He probably would have been born later, uh, probably a couple hours later or into the following day. So my husband was textbook. I was, I was 10 days late. My brother was 10 days early. So who, who knows what's going on? Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's, it's just, just considered a window of time. Any, any time in that two, three week period. Yep. Mm-hmm. So sometime from mid-May to mid-June, I'm going to have a baby, Yes, <laughs> which hits me every once in a while. I'm like, what? Oh, what yeah. I thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Okay. Sorry, internet. So, <laughs> tangent. Yeah. Um, tangent. We won't talk about what you were thinking because, yeah, no, we do not have that kind of podcast. Um, yeah. Anyway. So all of that... <laughs> <laughs> now I forgot the fourth question. No, I know the fourth question. Um, the fourth question is now, I, how do you decide what to do first in the day or what's your morning routine look like? Um, uh, at home on the weekends now, my morning routine is I get up, I do some, um, a little bit of knitting, try to, you know, just wake up have some me time because my husband won't get up for another couple of hours mm-hmm. and then I'll do yoga and I meditate and usually by then he's gotten up and we just go on our about our day um, at work um, yeah before work routines standard well once I get mm-hmm. to work um, work first thing to do is um, I'm in charge of checking a program called OCLC which is an an interlibrary loaning program where we exchange and share books with other uh, institutions and other libraries around the country. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the world. I have gotten requests from Prague and Mexico and oh, Canada, right on. and yeah. I've had to send a request to the Vatican. It got denied, but wow! Yes, this one professor wanted a book that only two libraries in the world had: the Vatican being one and Library of Congress being the other. Both of them did not fill both of them refused to fill the request so he's got to get off his butt and go to dc to the actual library of congress yes yes which apparently is not getting a book out of the library of congress is not that easy no no it's not and if you think and if you think getting it or at least being able to look at it from the library of congress is a problem i don't even want to imagine trying to like arrange everything to go look at a book in the vatican library Having toured the Vatican, not this past summer, but the previous summer, mm-hmm. and knowing that they only let you in like ten percent of the Vatican, it's like I don't. Though I do think I did pass the door to the library. Yeah, Philip, my husband, uh, kept tight hold of me at that point because <laughs> I would have right? dove in there mm-hmm. and have to deal with the Swiss Guard and have them yell at me again. But I love the fact that that was again. I may or may not have laid on the floor in the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> which you are not supposed to do. 
I am so jealous. <laughs> and I was down there for about 15, 20 seconds before they told me to stand up. Cause, mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I'm little. I'm 5'3". My husband's 6'4". So um, he kind of like blocked me for a little mm-hmm. while. He was my blocker. And um, you got that. You just wanted that chance to just look at the whole thing in one shot in all its glory. Yeah. And I managed to lay down right in the center. So the, fir- the, oh. the right in the center is the creation of Adam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It oh, was, yeah. That was an experience. and. Yeah. Don't don't try this at home, folks. Don't try this at the Vatican. No, don't. Yeah, no. Don't. <laughs> I am not endorsing my bad behavior <laughs> to anybody else. Right. I am responsible for my own behavior. <laughs> I am not responsible for your bad behavior. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, there's the OCLC program. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that the has, check first thing. Yes, because if any books have to go out, they have to be uh, my circulation queen uh, has to do the paperwork and get everything ready to ship. And it either has to go out in the mail or it has to be put in what's called the Dilly Bag Box, um, D-I-L-I, or I think there are two L's. I don't know. Um, but it's a way that books get exchanged in the state of Florida. Okay. At least between libraries. And um, if you ever wonder why, if you ever interlibrary loan a book from your local library, which use your libraries, people. Oh, please. Yeah. We're full of, we're librarians. Aren't that scary. Believe me. I'm, I ask kids all the time. If I scare them, they say no. And I, and I'm like, I'm the scariest one here. And if I don't scare you, nobody else here is going to scare you. (laughs) So I kind of look at them with that glint in my eye when I say it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Everything has to go to Tampa first. So it takes a week to get a book from like the Winter Haven Public Library, which is literally a 10 minute drive away to get it sent to the um, college Winter Haven Campus Library. Yeah. Because it's yeah. got a, I guess it has to hop library to library or go to the central and then. It has to go to a central hub, apparently. And once it's been marked as shipped, it's, it'll show up when it shows up because <laughs> nothing gets scanned <laughs> properly. So we never know where anything is. Oh. Oh, it's horrible. They're almost oh. as bad as the postal service. I, I actually have come to rely more on our, our postal service here. But, you know, we're small town, and yeah. so I know all the mail carriers at this point. And um, I, we actually have worse experiences around town. I mean, I don't because I've gotten to know our FedEx and UPS guys pretty well. But uh, I think uh, around in this area, the Postal Service may be certainly better than FedEx in some ways. Yeah. Um, and the well, reason glad. I've... Yeah. I'm glad for you. Yeah. And of course, the reason I know the UPS and the FedEx guys so well is because between being the processing center for Shepard's relocation and uh, yes. um, just our, uh, our our constant flow of different things from different places, mm-hmm. there's a point where it's like, you know, here comes the UPS guy and, you know, he's just like, well, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, see you tomorrow. Um, I miss our old UPS guy. He uh, He retired. But uh, 
New guy's hey, pretty good. <laughs> hey, if you guys can ever get Shepard on KUEC, that'd be or Kevin and Ursula eat something, whatever you're going to change it to. She's um, actually this week's episode. Uh, and for those who are referencing, um, it is December 14th. So this week's episode, she's cooking for us. Um, Yay. She's, she's apparently making uh, going to make us a big breakfast tomorrow. So Liz is coming over tonight. She's going to spend the night. And then tomorrow morning, Shepard's going to come over and cook. And we're going to record um, the cooking And uh, we're experimenting now. We're not, we don't feel like torturing ourselves right now, but I don't blame you. Yeah, I've, in a couple, I've kind of been waiting for that to happen. I think on the last episode, Ursula, you got Ursula or you said something about, yeah, we think about episode 300. This is all going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we still have foods in storage that need to be at. Um, oh yeah, no, we're going to, we're going to clean it out. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, we have to go through and clean out things that are expired anyway. Yes. Um, but, you know, we've got some friends coming over around the holidays who are like, we want to do KUEC again. And oh, so yeah. we're going to do a, a, a big thing like that. And we're going to. Oh, I love that. Do I, a, when a you crazy had, like, food. Yeah. People there. It was hilarious. And that was back when. Um, That's server, a touch and go. Yeah. Back, I think, when you guys still had the one server company sponsoring you dash and yeah dash and like the entire group just rattled off whatever the ad for dash was and i'm in my car laughing hysterically about like because i start saying it too because i yeah. knew it as well so, so all uh, as the, when they got out of the hosting business i think i talked about this i don't know if i did um all the servers went to the owner's garage Mm-hmm. So a couple of weeks ago, I needed to get my server back. Anyway, I went over and I got the server we had been hosting there and a whole, whole bunch of spare hardware that now lives that's slowly being migrated into um, the uh, over garage studio space. Okay. Uh, so I'm building my own server farm as it were. Nice. With all the leftovers. So, you know, it, it's been, uh, I miss hosting, hosting with those guys, but uh, you know, uh, I think, Business is business, man, and yeah. uh, and the owner Craig is just fantastic. He's doing he's he's having a great time. So that's good. There we go, tangenting again. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> but I like to think I'm not as bad as Dino. Anyways, let's go. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, first thing in the morning, you check the OCLC, LC. And arrange then, shipping of books. Yeah, and after that, it's if I have a reference desk shift that morning, it's I have a list of items and tasks that I can do at the reference desk, and it doesn't matter if I get interrupted by a whole bunch of students, and or if I'm in my office, it's what do I need to work on in here? That, right. And usually, priority one is if I have a book order that has come in, like I did last week, it's. I got to unpack the books. I got to get them checked in. I got to get them, mm-hmm. you know, organized and stuff and taken back to our cataloger so they can be cataloged. And yeah, prior, after OCLC, and that's mainly, it's a quick check too. If we have no books, I don't have to do anything uh, for OCLC. And I just kind of yell out my office at Laura. It's like, hey, no books today. Don't worry about it. Um then I'll go unpack a whole bunch of boxes. So, Oh, unpacking boxes. The fun stuff. I unpacked 15 boxes of books. What was it, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday oh. morning. Mm-hmm. That also may have to change. 
Oh, d- trust me, my um, everybody's already yelling at me, and I'm I don't lift these bo- these boxes right, at all. Right. And when I load down my big three tier cart, it's mm-hmm. I go get Jared. And <laughs> Jared, please move this cart for me because if he sees, is bad enough when any of the other females I work with see me doing <laughs> stuff. If Jared sees me, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm calling Philip. I'm like, here's a cell phone number. Call him. <laughs> like, what's he going to do? <laughs> he can't stop me. Yeah. It's, but I know better. And it's, yeah. no, I'm, no, I think mm-hmm. one box, I, I use physics to flip it. I managed to just scoot it off with one hand. It wasn't that heavy. <laughs> and then I was able to just, with my other hand, just like, Flip it so because it was upside down. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I had to flip the box. It was upside just down to get, get it to that. Get it to that point, and then just give it the the tap so that it so that physics uh-huh. takes over. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, I've learned to use physics for a lot of things, and oh, yeah. then I go get the muscle to do the other stuff. <laughs> well, you're a librarian, and so you can find the the proper procedures and all the equations anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I may not know them by heart, but I know where to find them. There you go. Okay. So yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. all in all, that's what how my days get started. Okay. Uh, now, this one will have possibly changed mm-hmm. a lot or not. Um, I, I expect it to have changed in a year or so, that's for sure. Um, what's the best advice or feedback you've been given or could give someone else? Um. Now I got to remember what I said last time. So Hold I on, I have notes. Oh yeah, let's please find get the notebook with the notes because I don't remember what I said. The productivity alchemy notebook. No wait, that's the dorsi one. That's the elastic one. That's the old calendar. Here we go. Uh, let's see now. Um, uh, Kirlin, Laura, whoop, Seraphim. I have to, I have to, I have to roll back into uh, uh, twenty eighteen at least. Mm-hmm. Um, there's my first interview with Dina and all of the crazy, crazy notes on that one. That should be your next podcast. Is you and Dina just sit there and talk about stuff. It is. It is something we we have discussed. <laughs> Malka. Oh, Malka's so much fun to talk to. Um, Jim. Oh God, I would do a catch up with Jim, but he's had such a um, he's had a really rough year, so Aww. I don't want to. I want to do that. All right, there we go. Um, leave work. This is. These are all the links from that one. I don't have the advice. Down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh well, wait, wait. Leave work at work. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that one still goes, but oh yeah. yeah. Um. Tr- um. Try to just be kind to yourself when you don't um get everything done that you want to get done, and when that's that can go for work, personal, or side hustle. Mm-hmm. Because well, let me tell you. Um, combination of NaNoWriMo and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, being pregnant, um, that was a trip. 
And um, <laughs> I didn't, yeah. during NaNoWriMo, I'm, I'm lucky to just make sure, well, no, my husband makes sure I eat because um, I'm really bad about that. Um, right. But yeah. Um, and I'm going to use NaNoWriMo as the example. It's mm-hmm. I would come home from work, be drained from work, still have to write my word count. Mm-hmm. And then there would be other stuff I'd want to get done, like my portion of the household chores. And I would just be so white from mentally and mm-hmm. then physically that I would just sit on the couch and we'd watch something maybe like I wasn't even knitting. I was hardly knitting as well. Cause that's usually yeah. my, um, my mental break as well. And, um, Laundry got done, but it was getting done on the weekends and it was getting put away the next weekend. And mm-hmm. the kitchen was staying decent, but, um, you know, yeah, you pick your battles. And, oh, yeah. um, yeah, just I was having to be kind to myself and not beat myself up about because I was also like this. NaNoWriMo 2018 and I wasn't pregnant. <laughs> so, and um, yeah, Philip would tell me that, no, you're acting the same way you did last year. I'm like, are you sure? Cause I'm pregnant this year. He's like, no, trust me. You're acting the yeah, exact same yeah. way. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just be kind to yourself when you don't get everything done. You want to get done because mm-hmm. stuff happens. Like oh, yeah. I was hoping to get a bunch of yard work done this weekend, but the weather is not cooperating right now. And I really don't want to go out and probably Ursula will correct me and say, Oh no, going out and pulling re- weeds in the rain that makes it easier. No, not really. Yeah. I just, well, and I don't want to slip and fall and stuff. Right. Like, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'll get, <laughs> I'll weed the pineapples when I can get to it and just, they're spiky enough. I don't want to deal with them right now. I love the fact that you're growing pineapples. That you can grow pineapples. They're in containers, actually. Ah. So, so the few days that it does get really, really cold or mm-hmm. we have a hurricane, um, yeah. I'm able... And they're all on furniture movers. So oh, they get... You just they, wheel them right over. Yeah, we, we wheel them underneath the carport. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Um if I, um, when I send you links mm-hmm. to, for stuff, I'll include some pictures for of the pineapple farm because um, I've grown 16 pineapples this year. I've got number 16 has not been harvested yet, mm-hmm. and I've only lost one in the three, four years I've been growing pineapples. I've only lost wow. one to critters, and that was my own fault because I kept seeing it, and it was yellow. And it was like, hey, I need to pick that. I need to pick that. And one day I came home and the planter was turned over and I walked over to it and a squirrel got to it. Mm. And all I could think of was when you lost one of your chickens, and I'm not talking about Mama Goth. I think it was one of the first chickens you lost. And you said, um, that was God's chicken. It's like, well, that was nature's pineapple. Mm -hmm. I've gotten 20, 30 pineapples out of this farm garden thing and i've only lost one to a squirrel i'm okay with that i i i look at our fig tree and our fig tree is just so happy in the back spot where it is that i think its roots may be either in or under the foundation at this point but i'm not going to move it because i think it's now um a load-bearing fig tree um but uh, uh 
late in the season sometimes we'll get a possum that'll yeah. climb up there and eat the ones that we can't reach and i'm like the dogs are losing their mind but i'm just like you know what you can't reach them i i can't get to those and uh and otherwise they're just gonna fall and go plorp on the ground and uh i when they fall i give them to the chickens and if the possum can eat them and the first year i was a little miffed because we didn't have very many very many figs and I would go out and I'd look and there'd be like spots where the green was just been eaten down to the stem, like right there on the tree. And I'd be like that fucking possum. Now I'm just like this year. I'm just like, all right, we've, we've had so many, we've, I dried like three dozen, two yeah. dozen, three dozen figs. I'm just like, if the possum eats some, that's great. Cause I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of them. Uh-huh. I feel no. the same way with our peach tree. We've got a peach mm-hmm. tree in the backyard as well as several other fruit trees. Yeah. Um, we even with between the squirrels and um, no, we managed to keep up with the neem oil this year. So I think we only lost one or two to Japanese beetles. Um, oh, those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't get me started. On oh, geez, beetles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I know. Um, so 246 peaches off the tree this past spring, even with the squirrels getting some of them and losing a couple to Japanese beetles. Um, and that made two dozen jars of peach mango, jalapeno salsa. Oh, yeah. And I still had peaches left over. And it's like, do we want to make a third batch of salsa? And, and Philip and our friend Tom, who had done all the chopping and all the mise en place, they're like, no. No. I'm like, okay, um, so I made peach puree, essentially, and mm-hmm. to make peach bread, and I've got oh, probably six jars of that left, and it's just nothing but pure peach puree. Oh, yeah. no, no, no peach pie? No. No, um, because we had frozen the peaches, oh, okay, and yeah. we harvested them, uh, and that's why it was so great for salsa. It was mm-hmm. the um, cell structure had broken down. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it was really great for puree. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's a, a neat trick that I learned for um, peeling things that you're like, if you're if if they're like, oh yeah, blanch the vegetable and take off the skin, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're doing things with peppers or something like that. Freezing them when they're thawed, the skin comes right off. It's, exactly, that's what know. happened with the peaches. Mm-hmm. I put them in my big metal bowl and. I'm just plucking the <laughs> skins off mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, what can I do with this? And I tried a peach vinegar experiment that failed spectacularly. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyways. So I've got three bags of pineapple from my garden in the freezer and my friend and Tom's coming over in a few days and we're going to do pineapple salsa. There you go. There you go. And you could, you could use that to, um, uh, uh, back sweeten if you do mead. Mm. Um, there, there are some things about using fruits to do either the back sweetening or part of the initial sweetening with the honey during the fermentation to get those flavors into the uh, into the mead, which is something I'm probably going to experiment with because I have something like 20 pounds of honey from Foxloft Farms. Wow, that's a um, lot of honey. We bought the mead share one year, and unfortunately, it was not a good year for doing all that sort of thing. Uh, and then this year has not been good for doing that sort of thing. I really need to make a new batch of meat. Um, maybe one or two. I don't know. <laughs> we had fun making our own and 
I just wrote, sorry, internet, more tangent, but I don't care at this point because I'm talking about fun stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. We've got citrus trees in the back too, lemon, lime, and orange. So um, when we got those harvested, um, I juiced them and made heavy lemonade, but still with a light Mm -hmm. orange and uh, lime twist. Right. I I have a recipe for lemonade concentrate that I then oh, canned. Oh yeah. And we've got all of the juiced halves and all the stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, let me go get a half gallon mason jar and some vodka. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And um, that stuff. Um, I've only smelled it because obviously I can't drink it. Yeah. Um, yeah. that stuff will take your nose off, t- nose mm-hmm. hair out. Oh yeah. Um, you yeah. should. Yeah, uh, um, if you were the kind of person who likes hot peppers, you should. I do. Uh, I do vodka with okay. um, with um, usually with ghost peppers. You only need one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did what I called the six demon pepper or the six demon vodka, where I use six habaneros. Mm-hmm. And um, the only problem with it is underneath the heat, a habanero is not a very tasty pepper, unlike a um, unlike the ghosts. That's what I'm worried about because mm-hmm. we did, um, we did jalapeno in the salsa this year and mm-hmm. the first batch we seeded and made sure the membrane was out Yeah, and it was just so mild that I barely tasted anything. So the next one, they just seeded the next batch. They just seeded it. And even then it didn't have a lot of kick to it. And so mm-hmm. the boys are like, Oh, we're going to do habaneros next year. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't know if I'll be able to take the heat, but yeah, that's that's where you do like one batch of ghost or or like one thing of ghost and and not tell them and put it in with their habanero and see what happens. I'm a yeah. bastard. I realize. Um, I remember that episode of KUEC where you ate the peppers. I think I made went and got Philip and made him listen to it too. It's like listen to oh. this. Kevin's like eating ghost pepper raw. Yeah. I did it twice, once with one that was grown at a local farm and once that Ursula grew. And the one that Ursula grew was so much worse. Um, Peppers yeah. are sluts. They are. They are, but... And I have a lot of fun telling people that. <laughs> yeah, but but like for whatever reason, if there's one thing Ursula can grow, it's hot peppers. That's good. Except that means that like the mild peppers are still kind of a little face melty. Mm-hmm. I have I have this beautiful paprika I made mm-hmm. um, off of dried peppers that were paprika peppers, but they're still hotter. So now that I've got the smoker, I'm going to do smoked paprika next year. Ooh, have fun with that! Can't yeah. wait to can't wait to hear. It'll about be exciting. That. Yeah, then that'll be more KUEC. Will probably involve more of the smoker and the grill and the new bread machine. Um, she got a Zojirushi bread machine on sale at at one of the clearance at a place that's going out of business. And it's like, I have all of these tools that some recommended by Dino, some that we just lucked into. And I'm like, I am having so much fun cooking with them. I can't wait to share some of this. How's the Instapot going? Love it. Okay. Love it. Used it three times this last week. Okay. Um, so there are some standards I can make with it. And every so often I'll, I'll expand. I'll okay. add something to the rep- repertoire, but Oh my God, the instant pot. Love it. The air fryer, I sure its primary purpose has been tater tots, <laughs> but 
I can also, but like what it does to a, uh, uh, a sweet potato versus oven baking or, or like convection oven baking is so nice. Yeah. Um, just that, just that little bit of difference in how it does it. I realize it's just a fancy ass convection oven, but, um, for whatever reason, because of the design and the shape and things on it, it moves the air in such a way that these things, it's just, there is, there is a, a very different, uh, yeah. a, a, enough difference that I'm like, I am so glad I spent the money on this. I'm so glad Dino told me which one to buy, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh, be kind to yourself and, and understand that you're not going to get everything done. Yeah, that's been the biggest thing for me, not only since um, my initial meltdown, like in 2017, mm-hmm. but just, you know, since finding out I'm pregnant, it's I do, will not have the energy some days to do things. Yeah. Um, I'm even looking at how I've got my weekly list set up now. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, some of this is, I probably don't need that many lines. And I'm probably going to input, like, make Mm -hmm. myself some tracker stickers to stick in here and stuff. Because it's more important that I do yoga every day and that I Mm -hmm. meditate and that I make sure I take my vitamins. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And adjust your yoga routine to be more kind to your changing bodies, but so that you don't lose. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I found a prenatal yoga channel. She specializes in fertility, pregnancy, early motherhood, and postpartum. So I'm oh, going to yeah. stick with her for a, little, for a little while, and I really enjoy her videos. And mm-hmm. So, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, mainly that's what it's become is be kind to yourself, be gentle mm-hmm. with yourself, and do, do the things that make you happy, too. And like, I like talking about gardening and what food I'm growing and what I can preserve and everything. That's a, that's a fun tangent for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Um, last two. Yep. Let's do the hard one first. Well, no, let's, let's do the sad one first. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll we'll get to the other one. Um, how now these days? I think I may already know the answer to it. Has dealing with failure changed, or how do you deal with failure when you miss a goal now? Um, honestly, because I've had to again be kind with myself, and you know mm-hmm. the lack of energy. It's just a shoulder shrug and said, "Well, that sucks. Maybe I'll finish it tomorrow." Right. And it it's just the realization that, yeah, I mean, we hope there's always tomorrow to finish it. Um, right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. it didn't get done. But if I've made progress on it, that, that some days that's going to have to be good enough. Like, um, quick example, I promise mm-hmm. we won't go on another tangent. <laughs> No promises. And uh, if you just heard something <laughs> click on and a worrying sound, my AC just clicked on and it is quite loud. So I apologize. For I, I I was th- I thought I was hearing like a, a a straw in a cup. Or oh yeah, uh, that was earlier. That was I have been taking sips of water. Okay, or, yeah. 
throughout hail, the uh, thing. Hail so hydrate, hasn't yeah. Been, yeah, and that, that hasn't been as quiet as I thought. Like on um, the two back rooms, uh, we mm-hmm. were going to redo them anyways, um, repaint, and they because they just needed a fresh coat of paint to be cleaned out and rearranged. Well, now one is becoming the nursery. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. we got that room painted and situated. Well, we got it painted. We've moved everything <laughs> from the other room, which was the former crafting room, mm-hmm. which is now going to become the guest room. Right. We've moved all that crap into the room that is the nursery and our back room to get stuff out of there so we can now scrape the popcorn off the ceiling paint the ceiling yes we have popcorn throughout our whole house it's a process yeah i am so glad that this house came with flat ceilings and not popcorn ceilings yeah yeah that's such a pain the 80s um so we've made a lot of progress like even this morning it was one of the things that after we've been moving stuff back and forth and philip going to sit down Mm -hmm. um We've only got a few things left in that room to move. And when my our friend Tom is over on Tuesday after we're done doing salsa mm-hmm. making, um, not salsa dancing, salsa making, um, he's going to help Philip move the other stuff because I obviously can't right um, right now. I mean, so yeah, like, so I, I wish that was going faster, but I've still got six months. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I, so yeah, it's make you make little every weekend we move more stuff and once uh, the furniture and stuff is out, which is the we've got like three things left to move in there and I've got some stuff to take off the walls, then it's we got to scrape the ceiling and mm-hmm. that's not going to be a big deal because that actually only took an hour when we did it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, then after that it's having my dad because my dad has the equipment come over and do the stuff. Okay, back. Sorry. That's fine. Anyways, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, it's you just make little progress on it if you mm-hmm. can. Um, some to me, some progress is better than nothing. Yeah. So. Nope, I, I can dig that. So, and I'm sure this is changing too now. Um, do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how? Yes, I do. I'm a lot okay. better about it now. Yay! My way I used to do it was I would make myself a celebratory drink, and I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so when I completed NaNoWriMo, mm-hmm. um, I went and bought myself um, a mixed bag of Godiva truffles. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that was my reward for that. Um, like last night, I finished. My best friend is also pregnant right now, too. She's a few months farther along than me. Mm-hmm. I finished the baby blanket for her son last night. So it was a little happy dance about that. So mm. I'm finding other ways to celebrate successes that don't involve me enjoying a, a shot of peppermint vodka. Yeah. Don't worry. You, you get to have that I again. know. I get to have it. In six mm. months, I know, but yeah. And I actually mm. haven't been missing it. I will say this: I know yeah. there's some people that are like, I've missed Cuban sandwiches more than anything. Oh right, yeah. Wait, wait. You can't have cubanos. And uh, if I want to, I don't like the. I like them cold. Uh, so okay. yeah, and I know if you cook deli meat, it will be fine. But I find cooked deli meat disgusting. 
Mm, and that that's was fair. not that's not even a pregnancy thing. That's a overall thing. Yep. So and it's so, it's just that slice of ham in there because yep. yep. The cheese in there is fine. Mm-hmm. Everything else in there is fine except the uh no, this it has well the ones down here have um pork spiced pork and ham. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh well. Hmm. That's the one thing I miss the most. I mean, yeah, here up here we'll use some um, uh the the Carolina Cuban we use uh yeah, cuz North Carolina or whatever um we use like the the pulled pork. Ooh. And then and then the ham and then the pickle and occasionally there's one place that'll do it with pimento cheese. Okay, so I need to come to North Carolina. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll you, come after the baby's born, so I don't have to worry about the uh, the whole ham thing. But, do you do you, do you want to hear about the place that does uh, uh, Carolina egg rolls and they're uh, with collard greens and and pulled pork? You know, my entire group mm-hmm. of friends, we were all talking about doing Memphis in May one year, but that's like really expensive. <laughs> Maybe we're just gonna come to North Carolina. Yeah, come up to Raleigh Durham. We got we got we have uh, we have all kinds of, of fun things and. Mm-hmm. Um, if if it is your thing, there are also several r- nice local breweries. Um, the guys might. I'm not mm-hmm. much of a beer drinker. Yeah. Um, well, we we now have a. Um, there's the meadery in town, and next to them is the distillery. So, uh, when you hear us talking about Starlight Mead on Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap, it's just down the road. It's yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. Nice. They're who taught me. So yeah. Okay. Well, good. You learned from knowledgeable people. Yes, that was it. It wasn't just I'm going to go on the internet and watch videos, and then I'm going to try to ferment things and pray. That that's more yeah. how I'm doing sauerkraut. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All uh, right. Um, anything else you want to you want to talk about? Um. No, I think when we go to social media plugging, I'll cover mm-hmm. the whole. My website has changed. Um, ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. You'll um, be getting links. I, I'll, you, I'll, I'll send you all the links that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I've still got the ones from last time, too. Yeah. So Most of those are still mm-hmm. the same, except mm-hmm. for like my blog has changed to a different website. Yeah. Um, it was tales from a Polk County girl.com. I know I'm not going to pay for that anymore just because it was costing me almost $400 a year. So wait, 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 what? I was paying like, I was paying GoDaddy like $400 a year for this thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We, we got to talk about that. Cause like, I think red wombat studio is like all of our domains combined plus the server hosting. And I mean, you know, I've got um, not including the stuff for KUEC and, and productivity alchemy on Libsyn, but that's like $40 a month. Um, I like just domains alone. Um, I don't think I pay more than $10 a domain name. And then all the hosting happens on the one server. I pay more because I have my own server. But that's like $800 a year, but that's got everything on it. It's not like I'm paying $800 for one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We, we should talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah. After. <laughs> um, so my new, well, it's mm-hmm. my old blog. I kept, mm-hmm. I just kept it um, right. active. It's uh, 
c-a-e-n-d-i-c-o-t-t-c-endicott.wordpress.com and that's a free wordpress blog so and i've been using it and my brother who is a um he's not a computer programmer he what does he do I'm really ashamed that I can never remember what my brother does for a living, but it has to do with websites and stuff. Oh, he's okay. a web admin. Web admin. Okay, he's an admin. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he works for our local county school board, and mm-hmm. he, um, all of the county uh, school websites are all WordPress based. So yeah. whenever I have a question, hey, Bobby, can you come over here and help your, your dumbass sister? <laughs> so, And my GoDaddy site was a WordPress setup as well. And I'm like, yeah. hey, if I want to do this to this, do I just have to sit here and like re-upload everything from like the last three years? He's like, oh, no. Oh, no, sister dear. And he just yeah. did it and it yeah. worked. And I, he like exported it in one thing and imported it on another oh, thing. Yeah. My, oh, yeah. Brother, I know you know exactly what I'm saying. It's oh, yeah. magic. <laughs> He made it work. I uh, know. I under, I understand that the the magic and the stuff around it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Oh my God! Is that how much GoDaddy's really charging people? That's what they charge me. Oh fuck those guys! I mean, it's bad enough that I mean they're paying her a lot of money, but it's it's bad enough how they they don't they they emphasize Danica Miller's sexuality over her skills as an actual athlete, but um, among other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can just get, feed my brother dinner and he'll come over and fix my free blog when I screw something up or he'll swing by on his way home from work if he can't stay from, for dinner because he passes my house on the way home from work. So see, it all works out. Yeah. Um, the YouTube channels are still mm-hmm. the same. Okay. Uh, the Facebook pages are still the same for now. I'm debating mm-hmm. on whether or not to get rid of those just because I don't post anything to them. I do have an Instagram now where, and it is public, and I do uh-huh. share knitting stuff and writing stuff and essentially whatever I feel like sharing. Um, and that is ju- just at, at Corey.large, so at C-O-R-I period l-a-r-g-e yep yep so yeah all right that is um i think that's it yeah and so i'm gonna be really excited to talk to you again in um let's give it a year or two yeah i, I figure i figure a year uh-huh um because it's been yeah it's, it's been a little over a year since last time i i dated on the thing um so that was May 2018, and here we are in December of 2019. So about a year and a half. Yep. Um, yep. And then, uh, yeah, well, I'll just go ahead and put a reminder on, uh, put a reminder in your book now. Yeah. Reach out to me about that. And- yeah, reach out. <laughs> Maybe by then Claire will have reached out to, yes, I'm going to mention Claire now because if anybody remembers, Claire and I uh, are mm-hmm. kind of sort of really good friends. Yeah. So, yes, very happy for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, got a new job, people. So we're all happy for her. So props to Claire. Oh she yeah. No, I'm doing this updated interview either. So I'm just <laughs> like, which was the thing last time. She didn't know I was doing the first one, but she didn't tell me she was doing her interview either. So. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Because we're just that's just that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. It. So, yep. Yeah, so I'm very excited for her. Cool. 
Um, yeah, I, I look forward to, to catching up both with, uh, with, with Claire again and with you after the next upheaval. And I'm going to say this to you so that everybody understands. If, when you run into questions, mm-hmm. uh, when you run into panics, mm-hmm. um, uh, remember it's a learning process for every parent. Mm-hmm. And what works for me won't work for you. But, you know, reach yeah. out. All right. I can... I can at least share what happened to me and go, look how badly I fucked up and my kid turned out okay. So, yeah. Yeah. My husband may have said that at, um, <laughs> the week before we actually found out. It was mm-hmm. we did a staycation to get the room that will become the nursery. Right. We scraped the ceiling. Daddy did the knockdown. And we painted the walls and everything. And yes, we were using, we actually paid the extra money to get no VOC paint. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, I didn't even know I was pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. It was one of those, I might be, but we're not sure yet. And let's just say that was a bad mental health week because I was freaking out. Yeah. Like everything was starting to hit me. And Philip just kind of looked at me and said, Corey, we know people Mm -hmm. who have had kids. Yep. And we have always questioned their parenting. Their kids are turning <laughs> out re- relatively okay. Yeah. If they can do it, we can do it. So, right. Yes. Yeah. So, I just um, I just look at it now and, and like, you know, my, my oldest is uh, like 21 and a half. My youngest just, he's like just a couple months past 18. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, it doesn't look like I fucked them up. Are we ever going to hear from the teenage test subject again? He's, um... Uh, uh, well, we we're just finishing up the college application process. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he's, he's, uh, I, I do want to do an update with him perhaps before he goes off to college. Mm -hmm. Uh, but his system is just like working. Okay. That's great. That's great. I am. Yeah. I'm not questioning it. He's an AB student. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he got, he got all of his early application stuff for college for the school he wants to get into done before the deadline, I didn't have to run herd on him. I would just be like, hey, what's the status of this? And he'd be like, it's here, here, and here. I'm just waiting on this one teacher, and I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. And I'd be like, he's got this. Yeah. Right? So. When I email you um, mm-hmm. all the links, I'm going to email you some other stuff for him on scholarships and stuff, because that is one of my big things. Oh, Yeah at uh, work we have this Mm -hmm. class I don't know if any of the colleges and universities up there have to do it or wherever he's going to go Mm -hmm. it's called a first year experience or Mm. um, it's a class that freshmen are required to take in the library or at least at my college we do um, not only an intro to the library session but a career and college planning session kind of Mm -hmm. Where And it's my favorite class to teach because not only is it, what do you kind of want to be when you grow up? Let's start thinking about this. But then I go into how to pay for college and I go on a rant about how much college costs and where they can find scholarships and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to summarize that for you and um, yeah, send you some tips and tricks to pass along to him. Yeah, I am uh, one of my nephews. Mm-hmm. hold on doing math yeah actual nephew my sister's kid uh my sister's oldest uh wants to work for a specific company um oh. someday like a, a that's like one of been his goal for the last 15 years and 
I happen to know somebody who works at the same company involved in open source. I was at, um, I was at all things open this year. I ran into him. I said, uh, you know, you're still working for, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my, my nephew really, he's a freshman in college, but he, one of his goals is to work for this company. And he's like, here is everything you need to know about getting paid internships and how to do it. And awesome. I'm not naming the company or sharing this information because, um, not, not because I think that gives my nephew an advantage, but because, um, that's the sort of opportunity you can get, uh, just through knowing people. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt to ask. One of right. the professors at the school, he's um, he, that's what he says in his mm-hmm. class at the beginning. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And, and in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With things like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, but, so yeah, this is, this is that big, big time period thing where, where he's about to go through a big shift and, uh, you know, but he's, he's got it under control. I'm like amazed. I wasn't anywhere near that good when I was his age. I kind of knew what my plan was. My parents had uh, saved and paid for Florida prepaid um, oh, yeah, for, me and yeah. for my brother and I. And we knew we had two years at a community college, two years at a state college. And that we just kind of didn't question it because we knew that's. Yeah. And it was great. We also managed to keep our grades up and do the do what we needed to do to get an additional scholarship. That was fantastic. That yeah. actually helped me cash flow my master's degree. Um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very uh, lucky in that sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for some kids, they don't know what they want to do. Um, there's nothing wrong with a state college, and I'm not saying that because I work at one. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you pay, I'm just going to use Florida numbers, $6,300 a year to take your gen eds when you could go to a state school and pay 3300 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was looking at the, the cost per year of the school that Jacob wants to get into. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that all? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there there's you hear the horror stories about, Oh yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars a year and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, are you not looking at like your state school? I mean, okay. Duke is a private college. Duke is just up the road. Duke is a good school. Duke is expensive as hell. Oh, that's one of the things mm-hmm. I do in my, yeah. um, my show and tell is I start with, I start with the state colleges mm-hmm. and I say, I go from cheap to most expensive and usually end up showing them Harvard, MIT, Yale, Stanford. I'm like, do you really want to pay fifty thousand dollars a year? Yeah. Just to say, I mean, some of you may want to go to MIT. That's complete. That's fine. Yeah. Oh some yeah. yeah. Of you want to have amb- have ambitions of getting a medical degree in anesthesiology from John Hopkins. Right. You're going to be fifty years old by the time you do it, and you're going to have like a million dollars worth of student loan debt. But good on you if that's what you mm-hmm. want to do. But I mean, it'll just feel like a million years old. Um, I do have a friend who did get his degree there. I think he got his degree there. He works there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, but he's in a specialized field. Yeah. So, you know, that, that makes a big difference. Um, yeah. So anyway. All right. Okay. Uh, so you're going to send me links. I am going and, to send you all the mm-hmm. links. And I've got your Instagram. I think I, do I already follow you on Insta? 
I know I follow you. I think, okay. I think you follow me. I, I don't think know. I followed you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know either half the time. Some, I'll get a message. It's like, so-and-so started following you. I'm like, do I know this person? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, the, that's sort of the problem. Do I know this person? Oh, my God, who is this? That yeah. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I, have, I don't know all 4,000 people that follow me on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, all right. I'll just- I'm just... Uh, I don't intend the only people who I personally don't know and I consider mm-hmm. doing this interview yeah, yeah, yeah. I now have met you. Um, so I need that. I met Kevin sticker. <laughs> you come and visit. I'll give it to you in person. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pretty much the only people that are on my Instagram that I, that have followed me, but I am not following them are people I mm-hmm. don't know in real life and it's, but anybody can follow me. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm using this as a way to get the YouTube channel out there mm-hmm. to um, get my writing out there. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, no. And there's there's a whole other discussion about self promotion that we won't get into because um, no. I only need I almost want to have a round table with various people on that one. Ooh, not yeah. a bad idea. I'll Make a that. note. Make, Make a, a note. note. Make a note. And if I put it down here, I'll I'll run into it when I'm putting the notes together yep. for the episode. Yep. And, exactly. Um, and then it'll, um, and then it'll. I'll get a tickle and add it to my to-do list mm-hmm. in a couple weeks because I think you're going to be. I think it'll be early January when this comes on. Cool, awesome. So. Uh, but those who are listening at home right now, you already know that. And um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, thank you, Corey. Thank Always you. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And for the people at home, we'll be back right after this. Poking at your phone. I'm I'm trying to read about Wonderlist. <laughs> it shuts down on on uh, May sixth, twenty twenty, and you have five months. Yes, apparently. Um, let's see. You can keep using Wonderlist while I keep supporting it. You can still access your data. We your to dos will no longer sync mm-hmm. for a period of time. You'll still be able to import your lists into to do. Yeah. So at least they set up a migration path for you. Meanwhile, I want to thank Corey for taking the time to talk. It was a really good talk. And um, there were, I'll go back to put in the the content warning that I forgot to put in at the beginning. Um, So, yes, we will get to that. Um, yeah, so, brain. Yeah, you just had a total brain shutdown, didn't you? I did. Yep. Okay, well, guess what, guys, girls, those who identify as neither or both, it's really none of our business and we that's, value you That's why all. I say folk. Yes, inherent, you know, the, mm-hmm. the training, yeah. Uh, 
thank you for sticking with us through yet another Productivity Alchemy year. <laughs> oh, no, we're not at the year end of Productivity Alchemy. That's not for yeah, several I know, episodes. Yeah, I know, but, you, but... Know, I, I, you know what I mean. The year uh, 2019. Yes. Which that. will be dead and in the ground in a couple of hours, but we're not going to test anything. So if everyone could just stay home quietly... <laughs> And not cross the road or By eat the time anything they with a choking this, it's hazard. Too late. Oh, damn it. All right. Well, I hope you got through okay. Yeah. Uh, and thank you. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your support. We could not do what we do without you guys doing what you do. We are all interconnected weirdos. And to all the folk I got to see at MAGFest, uh, if you're listening to this after, um, Awesome. It was great seeing you to all the folk who are going to MAGFest and are listening to this on your drive up or there. Awesome. Can't wait to meet you. Uh, one of my great joys every year is meeting listeners and yep. getting a chance to hang out. So uh, fantastic. Love you all. Anyway, if anyway. you want to support the show, mm-hmm. uh, there's fundraising things on the website. Yep. Click them. Under support. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support other places, we've already talked about the Alongside Wildlife Fund. Let me mm-hmm. also suggest uh, iNaturalist is, yeah. uh, can always use donations, and they are fantastic. I recommend them anyway. It's a great way to help support citizen science. Yes. You take photos of bugs or plants or whatever as you're outside taking a walk, and mm-hmm. Someone will tell you what they are, and it can be very helpful to scientists to go, "Hey, there's one of those there." Uh, so you're making the you're you're feeding data to the world, and the world appreciates it. Yep. So uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing, for suggesting, for writing in. Next episode is a letter show. Yes. So this is your week warning that we're doing a letter show. Your badge code. Your badge code is happy 2020. And if you want to know more about badges, check out the badges section of productivityalchemy.com. We've got a how-to that explains pretty much everything. Yep. And if it doesn't write in and say, I don't understand this thing, and I'll try to update it so that it's clearer. But so far, it's been pretty good for everybody. Woo. And on that note, that's it. All right. It's been a good year. Uh, Love you all. And, you know, stay productive. You are worthy of love. And no resolution you make will make you more worthy. Or less, or probably. Less. I mean, unless you like resolve to, you know, go around kicking puppies. Okay, let's stop now. Okay. <laughs>